Hello and welcome to this week's Positive Recovery with Karina being made for www.sobertownpodcast.com and my YouTube channel uh, Positive Living with Sobriety and Disability. Had to think then. Ah. Uh, okay, so here we go. I'm going to take the lid off my jar and dip into the lovely suggestions that you've given me and see what we come out with today. And it is uh, ways to protect your sobriety if your partner, friends still drink heavily. Ooh, it's a toughie, isn't it? I felt my whole heart sink then when I was reading that out because it really, really is hard. And yeah, for me, I was quite lucky, I guess, in that I was alone in my house. So I had to get rid of all the alcohol um, before I could quit. Um, So it is, so I was lucky, I was fortunate, but I know that many people out there are living with people who are heavy drinkers still and have friends who are heavy drinkers. And we have to try and work out how we're going to negotiate our way through that. I think the key thing probably is my number one word, which I love, which is acceptance. Accepting that this is your journey and not theirs. Uh, Acceptance that what they choose to do with drink is up to them. You cannot, cannot expect others to be on board with your journey. And that's why it's so important to have a sober community for myself and many of you listening is the I am sober app um, is a great app to help but I'm also on Instagram as well I'm canamgirl UK and you'll also find on there there's a great sober community on there and there are lots of other sober communities so it's about finding the right one for you to have a little look around because it's really really important and a real protection for yourself to have a community that gets you, that understands you, that's there for you and that knows the struggles you're going through. Because people in your here and now life probably won't, they won't realise, they won't get it, they won't understand. Even if they try to, even if you're lucky enough to have someone who tries to um, understand it, then unless they're an addict as well, they're not going to get it. And even if they are an addict, if they haven't recognised that fact yet, they're not going to get it. And one of the toughest things is, is that people are going to see what you're doing and they're going to try and encourage you to drink. They're going to try and hook you back into their crowd. They're going to try and want you to be drinking with them because if you're somebody that drank with your partner and we have friends that were drinking they're losing their drinking buddy, they're losing their drinking partner and by their very nature they're going to try and get their drinking buddy back so beware for that. So that is one way of protecting your sobriety is to plan for this, to plan that there are going to be people out there that are going to be saboteurs. No matter how much they love you and no matter how much you love them they're going to try and sabotage um, there's always going to be someone, not everybody, but they're going to try and sabotage. And it might actually be that their drinking gets worse initially because they want to show you what they're missing or because they're not sharing a bottle with you or you're not drinking together. It may get worse for them or it may just be that you notice it more and you will because the further you get in your sobriety, you're going to start noticing 
every little trip that they take, every little mouthful, every little glass, you're going to start counting the glasses. You're going to be counting how much they're drinking. Whereas the old you wouldn't have cared before. So so they're also having to put up with that that change in you um, as much as you're then noticing what they're doing. So ways to protect your sobriety, I guess, are to actually notice what your thoughts are around them drinking rather than berating them because look how much they've drunk, look how much they've spent, oh, look how much they smell, look at their terrible behaviours. Rather than berating that, look at them, just take a breath, take a step back and look at how it is. Because if you went with that, if you can't beat them, join them mentality, then that's going to be you again. That was you before. There's no denying it. That is you. So actually you could use that to keep you more focused on your sobriety. Because do you really want to be like that again? Do you want people to be judging you in the way that you are now judging them now that you don't drink? The other way to protect your sobriety, I think, is to be fully out there. To be really declaring, I am sober. So the first time I met up with friends, I think I was about a week sober. I'm like, hey, I'm a week sober. And they went, oh, good for you. And it kind of just stopped the conversation. They didn't want to, there there was no picking it about, no wondering about. There was no encouraging me. So it was kind of picking your friends. It's friends that I know that would be okay with that. Um, I have other friends that uh, would want to sabotage that, who actually I have relationships and friends who are solely based on drinking. You know, you become codependent. We do. We become codependent on each other. We become drinking buddies. And uh, so relationships will change. You will lose some relationships. You will lose some friendships. But you know what? It's okay. I cannot think of anything worse now than going on to a packed pub and fighting my way to a bar, getting beer poured over, poured over me, my drinks jobbed over me. I, I really don't want to do that anymore. It's not for me. But in the past, I would have loved it. So, you know, your behaviours are going to change, your environments are going to change, and people you hang out with are going to change. And that's okay. And people have to accept that. Um, and if they can't accept that, then, you know, just... Oh, you have to space your time you spend with them. And that's certainly what I've done. But I've made so many more friends. I don't mourn those friendships, those losses, because I've made so many more with the sober community. So that isn't a big way to protect it. To protect your sobriety is to make new friends with people, as I said earlier, that really get you, that really understand you. So acceptance is key. Realising this is your journey and not theirs. Using the way they are behaving, smelling, you know, or the way that you are wanting to beat them up, like, and berate them mentally um, is a way, because you don't want to go back to that, and looking at who your friendships are and looking at what you do. You know, don't go to the bar. If all your friends are going out to the bar and you want to be sober and you know they're going to be encouraging you to drink, don't go. Simply just do not go. Or as Catherine Gray would say, have an escape plan. Have that get out plan. Um, just just have a plan that you've got to go. If, you, if you're getting triggered, if you think it's too much, then just go. 
You just leave. You don't have to stay there. Just walk away. So the only person that can protect your sobriety is you. But there are a big gang of people out there to help you, for you to reach out to. So you're not on your own, but you have to plan. You have to look at where you're going, what you're doing, and take responsibility for you. And it is back to that hula hoop, I'm afraid. Although I stood in a hula hoop on Our Ladies Spa weekend. Yes, I forgot to say about that. See, this is a great way. You get new friends. Eight of us just went away on a spa weekend and we had the absolute best time. It was the best weekend ever. We went to this hotel. We had so much fun that I actually suspect in future when people ring in to book at this hotel, they're going to say, do you drink alcohol? And if they say no, they're going to turn and say, you can't come here because we made the most laughter, the most fun. There was a wedding party on, on the Saturday night. And on the Sunday morning, we were able to come to breakfast with our heads held high. We hadn't gate-crashed the wedding. We hadn't been dancing on tables. We hadn't been trying to get off with the best man. We hadn't been rolling around and gyrating on the dance floor, showing all and sundry to everybody. We had behaved ourselves. In fact, we just sat at dinner from seven till about quarter past half past ten and then went back to our rooms and relaxed and went to sleep. So... That was fantastic. And in true Karina Dottypot style, I've forgotten what I was talking about before I got distracted and went on to the spa weekend. I've even paused my phone and sat here for five minutes trying to think. I've racked my brains. I can't remember. I'm not sober me. But you know what? That's absolutely fine. So you, oh, hula hoops. That's what I was talking about. So hula hoops. I stood actually in a hula hoop at the weekend and do you know what it wasn't a very big one so I'm going to go back to my arm span because it gives me a better area of control so put your arms out put your arms down by your side lift them up to shoulder height twist from the waist turn that is your area of control that is the only area you have control over nothing outside of that can you touch um you can influence you can lead the way you can show people how wonderful sobriety is but you cannot control what they do you cannot control anything outside what you can touch only your response to it so how do we protect our sobriety we have to accept acknowledge stick with our area of control stick within our circle reach out connect and just change our response, but use what we're seeing, interpret it and change it around to keep us on the right path and help keep us sober. Anyway, they're just my thoughts, but hopefully it's just triggered some thoughts and some ideas for you. Plan it, work it, accept it. And yeah, not another drop, no matter what. And I will see you again next week. So take care until then. Bye bye.